couples who pray together daily have less than a 1% divorce rate. Mm -hmm. Now you think about something that you could do to enhance your marriage mm -hmm. and enhance your success of marriage. If a couple would just hold hands every day at the breakfast table, in the mm -hmm. car, whatever, and just pray, mm -hmm. it, it dramatically improves their marriage. Also, and I say this to men, um, our friends, Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg wrote a book on the, the five needs of men and women, uh, the five sex needs of men and women. Mm -hmm. And one of a woman's most important sex needs is praying together with her husband mm -hmm. because it creates trust, it creates spiritual intimacy. Welcome to the Marriage Day podcast. This podcast exists to help everyone have a great marriage, the marriage of their dreams. And we wanna to talk today about the importance of prayer in your marriage. I'm joined today by my wonderful wife, Karen. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to be here. Well, we want to talk about praying uh, for, in your marriage and for your marriage. Now, um, when we were first married, you went to a Bible study and there was a woman teaching about praying for your husband. Mm -hmm. And that dramatically changed the future of our marriage. I think we would have divorced at some point if something hadn't have changed. But you, you went to that Bible study and what did you hear? Well, it was, I was really young too. <laughs> I was very shy. And I remember that she, she the teacher was mature and she was, um, I really had a lot of respect for her. And she said, let's all read this book. And I had never had that concept presented to me. I mean, my parents didn't pray for each other. They didn't pray in the home. And so I never thought, oh, prayer, that helps your marriage too. And so, and, and we were not doing good. I mean, it was, we were really fighting a lot and there was a lot of conflict. And so I remember just hanging on to that book like hope. You know, uh, this is going to give us hope that um, with God, all things are possible because that's the first thing she talked about. You know, that, you know, don't give up hope that w when God's in the middle of your marriage, anything's possible. And so I came home and I read the book and and I think I mentioned it to you. And then I actually started putting it into practice, and I started seeing changes in both of us. Well, the thing the thing that changed is that you stopped fighting with me. Mm -hmm. uh, you were pretty snippy. Before oh, my gosh. Uh, excuse <laughs> me, everybody. Anybody who knows our story knows that can't be true. You interrupted me. <laughs> yeah. You, you were, well. Let's put it this way. You were a defense lawyer, and I was on trial. <laughs> that is true. I was a prosecuting attorney. But the... You changed when you started praying. Your prayer was, Lord, change me mm -hmm. and change Jimmy. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try to change him anymore. You change him. Well, First Peter 3, this is to women. Now, it's talking about redemptive love, but it's talking about women. It says, do not let your ornament be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be in the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. It also says in 1 Peter 3, before that, that you can change your husband without a word mm -hmm. as he observes your chaste and respectful mm -hmm. behavior. That's what happened with us. Mm -hmm. When you started praying, you changed. Mm -hmm. you, you you weren't combative with me. You were, your spirit changed and you were, uh, you were respectful toward me and you, uh, it, it, it was, it, it was attractive to me mm -hmm. that you, did that. Well, so, I think it, I think too, though, you have to have a, a shift in your thinking. You have to have a 
Because it's not just prayer, it's trusting God. That's right. Because, I mean, I had to shift all my thinking back onto God that God could change both of us and I could trust him with that. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of things I'm praying for right now that they're, they're not answered. And it's sometimes, some of them are devastating to me because I, I just think, I want these answers to be today. And it's not about, you know, not you and I, but other people I pray for. And, you know, so you can't, you can't put it all in the fact that, yes, prayer, is, it does change us. But I think prayer, personally for me, was it built a relationship with God that was so secure. And it, it made me more secure with who you and I were because I could trust God with you. Yeah. You know, that God loved you. He loved me. He wants the best for us. And I can trust God to, to work things out. I mean, I had to get that in my heart first. Yeah. The, the, and I've had women, you know, when it says the gentle and quiet spirit, and they think that means being mousy. It, it doesn't mean being mousy. It just means trusting God. Mm -hmm. gentle, gentle and quiet is the opposite of rough and loud. Mm -hmm. And this applies to men, too. You know, when I was being a bully with you and dominating you, it's because I didn't trust God. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it applies both ways. But prayer makes God a partner in your relationship. It also takes the stress off of us personally and off the marriage. For many years, Karen, you and I would walk together every morning for an hour and a half mm -hmm. and we would pray. And we prayed about everything. Mm -hmm. Prayed about the kids, prayed about money, prayed about everything. And that season of our lives, which was a long season because Hunter, our dog was 15 years old and he walked with us every day until he died. But the um, it bonded us because we were prayer partners, but also rather than worrying, uh, we prayed. And when you get under stress in your marriage, if you're stressed about work, mm -hmm. stressed about money, stressed about the kids, you're going to start fighting. Mm -hmm. And so it, it takes that stress off. Well, and I think that scripture, what you keep repeating is the gentle, quiet spirit. I, I always felt so convicted. It's like, okay, how do you do that? You know, because um, it's it's not, it, I don't think it comes easy for some people, you know, to be trusting and gentle and quiet. Because you've always said, you know, it's how you talk to me that, don't ever talk to me that way. I, I don't like the way you're mimicking <laughs> That's kind of what it was. Whatever. And, and I'm just like, well, I don't even know what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, you know, so I think for for me personally, I have to look to the Lord for the example of how I should be. Because God tells us, you know, if, if you're tired, because, you know, fighting's wearing. It's like oh, yeah. it wears you out. And if you're tired, yoke with the Lord. And he can teach you how to be gentle and humble, yeah. you know, and he's easy to please. And so I think, too, it goes back to, um, again, the relationship we have with God. Well, you know, when, when we fight and when we're trying to change each other, the only thing, and there, you know, we need to communicate. That's very important. But when you're not praying and trusting God, you're, you're basically taking God's place mm -hmm. of trying to fix your spouse or trying to change them. God can change them from the inside. Mm -hmm. the, only, the only thing you can do is change them from the outside. But with me... The change that came to me was an inside change because I mean I was I had lots of problems, but it was an it was a repentance a deep repentance within me. I don't think that would have happened if you hadn't been praying for our marriage. So it, it creates a spiritual intimacy. I believe that spiritual intimacy is the deepest type of intimacy that we can have. And this is an interesting statistic, Karen. This is actual research that was done by Christopher Ellison at the University of Texas San Antonio. 
uh, couples who pray together daily have less than a 1% divorce rate. Mm -hmm. Now you think about something that you could do to enhance your marriage mm -hmm. and enhance your success of marriage. If a couple would just hold hands every day at the breakfast table, in the mm -hmm. car, whatever, and just pray, mm -hmm. it, it dramatically improves their marriage. Also, and I say this to men, um, our friends, Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg wrote a book on the, the five needs of men and women, uh, the five sex needs of men and women. Mm -hmm. And one of a woman's most important sex needs is praying together with her husband mm -hmm. because it creates trust. It creates spiritual intimacy. And, and she's not just objectified as being a, mm -hmm. a sex object. And so in, in your marriage, there will be many times that you are under stress, you're facing a problem, whatever it might be. And you have a choice yeah. of whether you're going to worry about it. You're going to try to solve something yourself or you're going to turn to God. Well, how does a woman now get her husband to pray with her if he doesn't, if he's not that spiritual and he doesn't pray? Well, the, uh, it's hard in, in the sense that men are modest emotionally mm -hmm. and they don't want to fail. Uh, we, uh, uh, honor is our number one need. Mm -hmm. And so the last way that you're going to get him to pray for you is if you're nagging at him mm -hmm. or making him feel like that he's a failure, especially comparing him to like, well, my friend's husband prays with her. Why don't you ever pray with mm -hmm. me? The best way to get him to pray with you is just to say, um, would you pray with me? It really helps me when you pray with me. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it helps me sexually when you pray with me. That might get him to pray with you. <laughs> but just but just say to him, w would you mind praying with me or whatever? Mm -hmm. And but and then don't criticize him. You know, a lot. You know, men. We, there aren't courses out there typically that teach men how to pray with their wives. And we have we have the next podcast we have coming up is how to pray together as a couple. That's good. And so we're going to be we're going to be giving examples of how to pray together as a couple. But the last thing for a, a, is typically women wanting their husbands to pray with them, not men wanting their wives to pray with them. So if you're a wife and you're wanting to husband your husband to pray with you, tell him to say it would really help me. If, if we could pray together and um, and he might say, I don't want to do that. I feel I don't you know, I don't know how to do that, or whatever. Just say, well, let's do it together. Mm -hmm. And and, you, and the woman can pray. And but if he if they just hold hands and even she's praying, that's you're on the right path mm -hmm. right there. So we hope that this has been helpful to you today. And uh, next time we're coming back with the, the next podcast is how to pray together as a couple. We're going to tell more of our story. I'm going to talk to you about, you know, overcoming some of the obstacles of praying together as a couple. Thank you for joining us today on the Marriage Day Podcast. We'll see you next time. Hey, this is Brent Evans with Exo Marriage, and I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today Podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, hey, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out exomarriage.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, articles, and live events.